All right. Not well, true. welcome everybody, and uh, welcome for another episode of the Groupout Podcast. We're here for the great Christmas debate, and I am live with some uh, awesome munching gamers and some plushies in the back. Uh, all right, let me introduce my guest, and let's get right into it. In the bottom right, with her wonderfully decorated bed, is SK. SK, what's up? Hello. I, I'm good. Perfect. Yeah. Eloquent. <laughs> Eloquently spoken. Thank you, SK. In the bottom left, with his own plushie, is Boger. Hi, Winton. And ignore the joke right now. I've I've named him Bowie, but that's because uh, that's who he Bo- is. <laughs> That's who he is. In the top left yeah. is my man J3 Munch. And J3, was that still the Cajun fries? Cajun fries, bro. We got chicken, black beans, rice, corn, salad. Yeah, bro. I'm liking it. Today's, I'm liking it. Today's deadlift day. Deadlift day. Okay. Are you going to hit the gym after this? Hmm? You already hit the gym or are you going to hit the gym after this? Oh, after, after. After? Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll expect to see some gains. Hashtag gains. Okay, well, thank you very much for joining me. We're here to discuss Overwatch, this funny little game that we play. And uh, as we always do in this podcast, I'd like to start off just getting everyone's rough feelings on where we stand with the game. And I'm going to go with my man J3 because I remember seeing a tweet from J3 yesterday about his ranked games. And they weren't looking too hot. So, Jay, how are you feeling about Overwatch right now? It's fucking trash. It's terrible, dude. I am getting, and no offense to the players, I don't think it's the players' fault, but I am getting diamond players in my game. And I'm like, I, I know, start of the season, you know, you drop a few ranks, which I think is cool because I think you should be allowed to, like, you know, grind all the way back up and not camp an SR, which is cool. Um, but I'm going to be honest with you, I, I think it's ass right now. Th- this guy was diamond. I checked his past seasons. He was diamond. In Overwatch 1, he was diamond. Yeah, it's it's just it's just bad. At no offense, like you should not be in my games, and it's Blizzard's fault. It's not the player's fault, in my mm. opinion. Well, that's that's a very scathing indictment there. And yeah, it is, I do agree. It is, it isn't their player uh, fault. They yeah. just clack, they just queued up. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's not like it's not like a diamond one as well, almost close to masters. This I'm talking about like diamond five, diamond <laughs> four. And the, and the thing Ugh. is, your, your experience is not unique. It sounds like a lot of people have been have been going through the exact same thing. And I want to I want to take it over to SK. SK, how have you find Overwatch? Has this kind of been your experience? Uh, the match rankings could use some work, I think. But some. overall, the game's pretty fun, except for four or five heroes that just completely ruin it. They make it do so you, bad. It makes like, you do, you, do you want to quickly rattle them off, and then Widow. we can discuss in length later. Widow, Sojourn with a Mercy Pocket, so Mercy, Roadhog, and Hanzo's fine, I guess, but he makes me mad. But Same. those first four especially. Oh my goodness, they make... I rage quit my stream yesterday. It's the first time I've done that since I came back. Widow I got Widow three games in a row. I got Junkertown, and then I got ruled by a Widow on Lijong Tower, which is terrible. And then I got Circuit Royale, and I dodged and ended my stream. Sag, very sag. Boger, I know some. I know some things have been frying your mind too. But how are you feeling about Overwatch right now? I fucking hate Roadhog. Holy shit! Like I don't <laughs> care about Widow because I just go Winton and I zap. I couldn't care less. I hate Sojourn Ult right now. I feel like it's way stronger than before. Now, ev- like without a fail, every time a Sojourn Ult, it's a team wipe. 
every single time. Like before, she could miss her shots or something, you know. But now it's just a team wipe. You don't even need to headshot. So that's annoying. Roadhog makes me miserable. Um, I don't mind the matchmake. I don't care about the matchmaking too much, to be honest. I I kind of like used to having dog shit players on my team. I don't. I just for my own sanity, I just don't click on anyone's profile, and I just play the game. And actually, I've started to even leave voice chat and text chat and just exist in my own plane of existence and not might anyone. I just lock in my hero and I just go shoot, shoot. And uh, it's chill. It's relaxing. Um, I'm sure many people are slurring me in voice chat, but I'm not there to hear it, so I don't care. And I also started playing quick play a lot. Um, and it's a lot more relaxing. But I'll be honest, I'm really bored with the game. I'm bored. Uh, but I'm probably bored because I've been streaming for 80 hours this week, so I don't know. Anyways, there's a lot of things to fix. I hope they fix it soon. Uh, they really need to work on ranked. Ranked is not fun. And if ranked is not fun, people have no reason to grind. And then it gets really boring. A five-head creator thing. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead, finish. Finish your talk. I was going to say, a five-head creator, a content creator thing is, uh, since you can't see your rank bottom left in ranked yeah. anymore, just play quick play, roll the plate people in quick play, and <laughs> upload it as a competitive game. <laughs> On YouTube, it's they will never actually, know the difference. Yeah, just play your rank in the true. bottom left with OBS yeah, yeah. overlay. Yeah, 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 yeah there yeah. you go. It's Scam. pretty good, yeah. It's true. It is one little benefit of this whole thing. I wanted to say, Bulgar, if you could summarize why rank is boring in one sentence right now, because you said boring, and then we can maybe go off for that. What, what, what is rank it that's is, boring you? There is no incentive to grind ranked. Like, there just isn't. Like, even if you hit top 500 or, like, even if you get rank 1 or rank 10, you don't get to show it off to anyone. I I've said it before as well. That's really bad. Like, True. when I get into a lobby before, it was really cool to see, oh, the enemy team has a rank 1 player or rank 2 player or rank 5 player. That was cool to see. That means the lobby is really good because there's also new players coming in, right? And I don't... These people are all dog shit in my eyes. I've just accepted it. Like, everyone's dog. Uh, that way I calm myself, you know, my, I, I'm in a constant state of Zen. But if I click, in a, if I get into a lobby and they're like rank 5 and rank 10, it gets a lot more intense because I want to try hard as well. I want to beat them. I want to win for my rank 2 player so he gets rank 1. But you don't get that anymore. And when there's no SR as well, it gets really boring winning and losing games, right? Um, okay, when I'm top 500, I always see the thing climb. But I don't know the SR difference between rank 1 and me on rank 13. So I don't know how much I need to grind. And if you're lower ranks, for example, I've noticed in unranked GMs people have been doing. For example, I watched a bit of Necros. Like, he's getting into GM lobbies. But because of the 7-win-20-losses system, he's still diamond. But he might be GM already or masters. And that's boring when you don't see progress every game. I don't like the system. And uh, there is no incentive to grind. Mm -hmm. There's no like at least add rewards or something like the reward of oh, top five hundred competitor. Yeah, that's amazing, guys. I'm really excited <laughs> about that. Wow. Well, I mean, I, I think the, I think the titles are nice, but they only go so far, obviously. And it, so there's a couple couple different strands that we've each of you kind of come with a slightly different thing. Jay uh, is just not having a, having a good time. Uh, I just think uh, they're take they're that what they said. Remember, they're trying to take more toxicity out of the game, but like everyone's gonna find a way to be toxic, dude. Especially throwing in a scoreboard, your people are gonna find ways to be toxic. And uh, I don't know. They uh, there's so much things they need to bring back. Like bring back cards, bro. Cards are the best cards thing are, in the yeah. game. Or on fire, yeah. they removed so many things yeah. for no reason. It's... Like you like I 
back to what I said before. You you removed our rank bottom left. Who are we going to be toxic to ourselves? Like, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, at least, it seems... In my mind, at least give the people the option to turn off their rank. Look, or at least let yeah. them show it to themselves only. So when it's on stream, people don't ask me what rank I am. And like, it's, it's useful. Or just give people options. If you don't want people to see your rank, then be like, oh, I don't want to do it. Fuck it. Who cares? Like, fuck it. Just give us options or some shit. And uh, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, uh, I'm sure the devs would say, well, it's a technical thing, right? It takes time to make these things, to make an overlay that, or like a system that allows you the option to turn it on and off. And they thought this was the best system. But uh, it feels like a lot of the gripes are kind of coming from this idea of like, well, is it is it too casual now? It's not it's not rewarding the hardcore grinder in Boger and J and SK. SK, I mean, your frustrations were more of the hero balance, so I, I want to get to that in a second. But is it, how are you finding the rank system in itself? So bad. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's so many little things they could do to fix it. Like instead of top 500 challenger, it could show the rank you finished at. Then you would be proud of that. Yeah. You could like yeah. flex it. Or, I don't know, Burger had a good point, like, whenever you get a lobby and you see everyone's top 100, you're like, oh shit. Like, this, this lobby's gonna be time. sweaty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just have no way of knowing. Like, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll load into a lobby and my entire team's private profile, like, this could be Masters for all I know. And oftentimes you have to choose which hero you pick based on the elo of the lobby, because you're either gonna need to hard carry for Masters, or you just, like, along for the ride. Like, maybe you have rank 1 on your team, I don't know. But you have no way of knowing. And I mean, obviously, these are these are like extreme end problems for you guys who are, you know, at the absolute peak. But I mean, a lot of players are generally feeling this frustration. Especially what, what Jay mentioned about, about the matchmaker, I think, is something that a lot of people have been feeling. I've, I've been feeling this myself where it just feels like... My frustration, personally, has been, has been the amount of times I feel sandbagged by the matchmaker where I feel like the matchmaker is expecting me to basically do two people's work every single like or not every single game but there's certain times you get put in the lobby and it's like oh yeah we gave you guys were like you know five rank stds below you or like you know basically a thousand sr below you make it work like can you carry these guys if not then then fuck you then and, I, and i've seen a lot of people just feel very frustrated about like i don't know what these players are i'm getting in my lobby they feel very disjointed and obviously, I have to add that it's an early access game, and they're figuring out their matchmaker, and he's making these posts about how that. the matchmaker works. I'll be works. honest. I, hate I think that's a. I think that's. Say, yeah. I hate the early access excuse. It is I feel like that's yeah. the only reason in my mind. Like I know they said it's early access. I get it, but like, they took away so many things from the game. They didn't have to take away just because you know it's Overwatch Two, where they were like, as Jay said, cards and on fire and other things. It's like. <laughs> I, I like you can't just make dumb decisions and then just say, "Oh, it's an early access, guys." No, it's fine. I like I don't know. In my in my in my mind, it just feels feels like an excuse. And, when and when does the early access end? When, crazy. In my mind, been working just, on this for years too. Yeah, like in my mind, it's just an excuse. I know it sounds. I I I know what's going on behind the scenes, but there's a lot of things that need to be addressed. And every time somebody criticizes it, I know a lot of people's criticisms are stupid. But every time somebody says anything, it's always, oh, it's early access. When does the early access end? Like, what, like you can keep it up forever, you know? Yeah. I feel like uh, someone actually had a good point. Someone says, for me, hiding the rank isn't to remove toxicity. It is so they don't have to show how messed up the matchmaking is at the moment. That's certainly one like of the conspiracy theories. Yeah. My biggest thing with the matchmaking is, like, 
sometimes you will get those super bad players, but it feels like it's completely decided by the matchmaker. Like one day I'll go on some crazy win streak and I'll get up to a high rank. And then the next day I'll go on a crazy lose streak. And it's just or, back and forth, back and forth. Win, 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 lose, or lose, 50 50. Every single game is decided by the matchmaker. I have no impact. That's how I feel. Or 50-50. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay. this is the thing. So obviously, again, sometimes Gavin Winter, the dev who's kind of responsible for the competitive side, he pops into my chat and he says, well, look, 50-50 is what it should be. Like, if, you're, if we're matching you with correct games, you should be going 50-50. Uh, so how would you respond to that, Jay? Uh, I mean... I mean, I feel like he he is right at a at a certain point, but like I, I'm gonna be honest with you, if you're putting me into like I I wouldn't have no problem going fifty fifty if each game was close or if each game was like you know they, they were they were they, like he uh, like like really close games with just all GM top five hundred players all in a game all on the roll. But if you're saying it's force 50-50 and you're putting me with like you know let's say two masters, me top five like top one hundred at the time, and then like another two masters and uh, two diamonds on the other team and the other team's all full top 500 players like that's it's not fair i don't know it's it's either right now i feel like games are either you do the rolling or you get rolled there's no in between but, yeah eh. I, I think that's the distinction right it's like the 50 50 but it feels like the 50 50 has already been decided right is that is that fair yeah yeah i i don't think there's a 50 50 and i'll be honest <laughs> matchmaking is pretty shit i agree but I still get a bunch of games that are pretty close. Like I, I wouldn't say that every game is a row or not a row. I do hate. Uh, I do agree with you know sometimes you go on crazy win streaks. Me and ML went on like a twelve game win streak and then we lost five games in a row. I can't say it's like a conspiracy theory by Blizzard. It could be anything. I could be too tired and that's why we're losing. Every like every mistake always counts. Like if I make one mistake, I will lose a game most of the time. That's how I feel like, and that might feel and satisfying for many people. But at the end of the day, I would describe ranked as glorified quick play. Not even glorified. It was just uh, quick play, but for sweaty nerds. Thoughts? I, can, I, mean, I am pretty sweaty. Yeah, but That's true. I am pretty sweaty. I, I think, obviously, the thing is, the healthy way to approach ranked is to say, well, it's just it's just quick play plus. Don't, don't stress too much and just play. But of course, that's also not what's being sold to us, right? Like, what is sold when you queue up for competitive is this is the try hard mode this is where the path to pro begins you know like you you climb all the way you get top 500 it means something this is like the start of competitive overwatch and it doesn't really quite deliver on that quite often do you not feel like that sk i lost my i mean brain. i mean just no it's okay <laughs> i mean you said you said you kind of go on big big win streaks and loss streaks oh. i mean go ahead yeah yeah, huge win streaks. Yes. Jeez, sorry. No, no, it's okay. Sorry, I put you on the spot. I was going to say, because I think uh, the, the win streak thing is something I've spoken to a lot of people about. I, th I think my best guess, to, in an attempt to be fair to the devs, I think my best guess is that essentially what's happening is the matchmaker is, because they've said themselves publicly that they're prioritizing win streaks quite heavily. Like, they use win streaks to adjust people's ranks what? strongly. Um, my best guess is that they're adjusting the rank too heavily because the matchmaker is, is a bit lost or the, the rank decider, whatever you want to call it, is a bit lost in trying to figure out where people are. And when they go on a win streak, I wonder if many people are just having their rank overcompensated. They go on a win streak, they get bumped up really high, like their MMR gets bumped up really high. And then inevitably they get put up against lobbies they're not supposed to. And then there's like five loss streak, right? Because MMR has been like adjusted too heavily. 
And I wonder if that's essentially what's going on. Because it feels like everyone's experiencing this big win streak, big loss streak. That's a Jay? good theory. Sorry, sorry this guy, sorry to cut you off. Oh, no. oh, oh you can you go, go, you can go. Sorry, sorry, you go first. I was, I was gonna say, that's a good theory. And I wouldn't mind it if my, my SR showed that it went that high. But it's, uh, the MMR goes up way faster than your SR does. So it's like... I'll be rank 50, but it, maybe it has me as rank 1 MMR and just giving me impossible lobbies. Like, it'd be cool if rank 1 showed on my profile. Like, I'll go and make those streak after that. I don't know. And you, sadly, but, you have to, if you want to see your rank, you have to, what do you call it, uh, request that data, remember? Yeah, a lot of yeah. people oh, are saying that's that. So dumb. Oh, let's not talk about the fact that a lot of the top 10 players are 5k MMR and uh, yeah. 5k SR. So if your account level from Overwatch 1 isn't high enough, you will never be rank 1. It's based on your yeah, that's funny. That's really funny. I've seen that. I've seen that because uh, someone who was rank one at the time, I think it was like ML7 or Craggy or something. Craggy, and they were like, yeah, Craggy, Craggy tweeted about it. Yeah. That's just... I just saw Yazan tweet about it, actually. He said that he's yeah. he doesn't, he said he keeps trying to win. It doesn't matter because, so for those who don't, or not familiar, basically, right once you get to like 5,000 SR, which is like internally, you don't see it, but internally, there's like a cap at 5,000 SR. Once you get there, if there's multiple people at that spot, the running theory, we haven't had any official confirmation. The running theory is that whoever had the highest level in Overwatch 1 actually gets the top spot. And Yazim, I saw complaining about this today, that he got 5,000 SR, but he just cannot overtake the guy who's rank 1 because that guy has just played more games in Overwatch 1. So that's it. It's never going to change. It, it would be cool if they did something with like Apex. Apex, they don't, it's just whatever number, keep going up and up yeah, and I, up. There's no, there's no cap. I think it would be cool as well. Like one of the main reasons I feel like a lot of people have an issue with Overwatch competitive is because they are shrouding everything in mystery and to avoid toxicity or whatever, right? But as Jay said, there will always be toxicity. You're just alienating the tryhards in your community, which will drive the game a lot. Like it will be a lot more satisfying if we could see RSR again, which they probably will not do, and maybe just remove the cap and have people just see, just go race each other and see how far they can go. Just let's go, let's go. You know, so, like so, so, yeah. So you feel like the mystery is kind of. Is some of the I feel like the mystery well. is because, for example, people complain that they won seven games in a row, right? And they didn't climb. And I feel like what's happening is that previously they lost like 10 games in a row. Or like, not 10 games in a row, but in their previous, I don't know how it's called, uh, sections, let's say, of climbing. I don't know how to name them. They've lost like 10 or 15 games. They won their seven games. They didn't really move that much. Then they won seven games and they're basically equal score right now. So that's why they didn't climb. If there was SR and it wasn't called mystery, people wouldn't complain because they would see their number go up and down. They're like, they were like, oh, that makes sense. But because now it looks like, oh, you went seven games, or you won seven games in a row, you didn't climb. The system is busted. And I, feel, and, yeah. I, and I bet there's a lot more issues uh, that are caused because the system is so shrouded in mystery because it just hides everything from you. And that's kind of, you're, you're basically making the community permanently angry because nobody knows what's going on. I completely agree with you. I feel like at the same time of them trying to change everything and whatnot, they, they don't know what they're doing as well. Maybe. I mean, In what sense? I mean, I feel like... I mean, everyone knows. There's like... Uh, they, have, they have a whole Overwatch League. I, I, like, this is just mind-blowing. They have a whole Overwatch League. They have an Overwatch League Discord, obviously, right? They have a content creators. They 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 can get in touch with any content creator they want, or even all the content creators. They should utilize that to its like maximum potential and actually like get our thoughts or get even the pros' thoughts. And I don't know. I guess uh, 
and get our feedback. But I think they're, what they're going to say is they're, you guys are using the best players and whatnot, not the casual players or whatever. I don't know. I feel like... Uh, I feel like what I wanted to say earlier, they're doing like one step forward, but two steps back with a lot of the things like matchmaking and, like, you know, uh, no loot boxes. You know, there there should be some sort of incentive to play, like Boger said. Right now, I don't think there's any incentive to play. No. Yeah, there is no incentive to play even outside of ranked, I feel like. like yeah. um, what are you grinding for? Like, to complete the quest? Well, okay, but, you know... People like the to battle grind pass, levels man. before. Yeah, like even if you clear the battle pass, it's going to reset after a few months. There's nothing to really showcase how dedicated you are, you know, how excited, like how much work you've put into something. That, that's why people like the level system. It's weird that they removed it completely. And people want to showcase their dedication to anything or like any mode or any like what kind of a player they are. You know, there's just nothing. There's no sense of progression. I completely yeah, well, agree, since, yeah. Since we brought that up, I, I think that is a, a pertinent topic. I will just add to the other discussion. Obviously, a lot of people are happy with the hidden system. It helps with rank anxiety and all those things. But I think that one thing that I think is, is important and is missing is that a player, when they're on their rank journey, should understand what they have to do to climb. And I think that's what, that's one of the things that's missing is that a lot of people, because I get this complaint all the time, people are like, I went 7-something, seven 7-2, seven 7-3, and I didn't rank up. And then another time I went 7-5 and I did rank up or like, you know, I, I actually went negative and I ranked up. And I think it's very, like, it's a very bad message to send to your players if they don't know what they're actually doing right or wrong to climb. Forget about like top 100 or whatever, like someone who's just like gold and trying to grind the plat, like they should know. Because in the previous system, at least you knew, okay, if I win six games net, I climb. Now it's just like you, you're playing and you're not sure what's happening. So there's all that. But I've also seen a lot of people complain about the battle pass because obviously we have incentives to like grind for top 500 potentially and we've talked about how even that is gone but that is at least something meaningful for the players who don't even grind comp levels or, or comp ranks it's kind of just the battle pass now there's no profile there's no loot boxes to be given and i've seen a lot of people feel like there's just that that's not enough is that a sentiment you guys agree with jay i, think I mean you want to speak? yeah i think i think what they need to do and they need to swallow their pride is that a lot of other battle passes do it i think they need to add like some like the currency so like you do have like hey holy shit i gotta grind this battle pass because if i do grind this battle pass enough like i'm gonna have enough battle pass to i'm gonna have enough to like you know uh unlock for next season i can get it for free like i feel like that's good like a lot of games do that sk i think they need to add a ton of titles. There should be like ridiculously hard achievements that you can get and then you get this crazy cool title or the battle pass titles are you have to buy the battle pass to get them, right? I think so. Like if you're free to play, you can't they should make those free to play and they should add like all the way up to level five hundred. Like imagine you see the guy with the level the one person in the world with the level five hundred title. Like that would be sick. It would give people stuff to grind for. They should add crazy achievements that you have to spend like hundreds of hours. Or maybe not hundreds of hours, just tons and tons of titles everywhere, tons of achievements. And then there would be like prestigious titles that people could grind for. Like you put this on, you flex. Everyone in the lobby is like, holy shit, that, that guy did the thing. That guy win did the one thing. Game. Win like, one oh game with God. a DPS Moira. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, this is the uh, yeah, rollout master in SK talking. The hours of practice that reward the dedication. Dude, I spent six hours in a custom game last night. Anyway, 
Um, hey, that's that's another good thing that you just brought up. They should bring back custom like the the, the custom stuff workshop. And also, mm -hmm. I was we we were watching. They had the dev map. The, the, the devs were creating a map together with Twitch chat. They should map actually creator. bring that into the game and let people yeah. just make their like random maps. I, I was talking about that as well on stream yes, uh, when they were doing it. I know if it was yesterday. My time sense of time has disappeared. <laughs> but uh, basically, why a lot of Valve games are really successful in the long term is because Valve has always given the tools to the players to do whatever they want. And community, that, yeah. yeah, and the community keeps the game alive. Even though Team Fortress doesn't have the viewership anymore, it still has its dedicated fan base. And Half-Life still gets maps, and Half-Life 2 gets maps, and CS gets maps. All these games keep getting maps because Valve was like, here, take it. Not to mention that one of the most successful uh, types of games, MOBAs, came from a custom game map in Warcraft 3, right? From a custom map. And I feel like... I know Blizzard are probably against this because I think they've said multiple times they won't do it. But if they do that, the community can go wild. You can make uh, your own competitive maps and play tournaments on them. You can make specific uh, looser rollout maps like Serfs in uh, Counter-Strike and stuff and Gmod cool. and whatever. Yeah, that would be cool. There's, like It will make the game so much more alive and would allow for us to make so much more content other than just queuing ranked every day and losing mm -hmm. our minds. You know, I feel like great. So, I feel I feel like Blizzard is like trying to control us too much. Like even even not on Overwatch two right now. Like even on Overwatch one, they decided what heroes were banned when we had hero bans. They decided all this stuff and whatnot. I feel like they should give more power to the players, like more responsibility. I feel like 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 even uh, what's that game? League. When like you start a game with League, they get the pick and ban characters. Like let us do yep. that in the game. So it's always different each game. If you know. Like the map is like uh, Watchpoint Gibraltar. It's gonna be a, like a nice dive map. You ban dive characters. Like you know, if you play King's Row, you ban Ryan. Like you know, it'll be different. Each game yeah. will be unique, but I don't know. I feel like they're too controlling, and they and they're too proud of that. In my honest opinion, I agree. Even in the pro so, scene, they were always super controlling, and yeah. it's always been really annoying to be to try to go pro in Overwatch because you. It's very difficult for you to host a tournament uh, because Blizzard just doesn't allow you to do it past a certain, you know, prize pool. So, I think, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's really hard and you need to get a license and it's difficult. That's why we don't get many tournaments outside of contenders or officially sponsored by Blizzard. And that in itself really kills the scene. It really kills the scene. Because there's so many teams and so many orgs that would probably at the beginning at least, would invest in making these tournaments and that would bring money to the scene and more people would try to grind and get better and make rank better because more people would get better at the game and it's like, you know, uh, it's the circle of life. But <laughs> they don't allow it and that's annoying and I always hated that about Blizzard. They just have such a tight grip around the community and I really hope they just loosen it up because the community is really tight, the Overwatch community, and there's a lot of different creative minds in it and even with the workshop, which in itself is kind of limited, there's a, a lot of amazing modes that have been created. And I just want to see what people are going to make with custom maps. That would be crazy cool. True. Imagine, so imagine like maps from Call of Duty or Counter-Strike, you play them with Reinhardt or something. That would be funny. That would be so funny. I played Dust 2 in Overwatch 2. This is what happened. New YouTube video. I mean, so... Um, oh, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 you no I was going to say... No, no, I was going to say, uh, I actually lost my train of thought. You go ahead, you go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, we've, we've obviously kind of scatterbrained a few different strands of, of like, complaints of ours. I, I, I will add, 
obviously a map editor is another technical challenge. You know, there's, there's things that we ask for that are obviously technical challenges, right? Like just throwing in a map editor sounds great to us, but I'm sure it requires a lot of like dev hours to make to facilitate the thing that allows that to be actually be meaningfully put in the game. Just because Aaron Keller can do it doesn't mean that they can just put it on some sort of build and let everyone do it, right? So obviously I'm I'm sure they would also know that that's great. And to their to their fairness, they have eased up a lot on their strictness because that has been a historical thing with Blizzard-like control. But obviously in recent times they have been a bit more of a new Blizzard where they have allowed like creators to have more control and and they have been a bit more involved in the community. Jay, I think, wants to inter interject. I, I, no, I just remembered what I was going to say. Yes. Hot take. Pre-Overwatch League was the best Overwatch. You didn't have Overwatch League. You had Carbon Series. You had yeah, Alienware yeah, yeah. Monthly Melee. You had, you, sure, yeah. you had... You had eight slots in the tournament. Four teams from the previous tournament that were the top four made it in. But those last four slots, there was a huge tournament. Everyone used to play, what do you call it, against each other. You, would ha you, you wouldn't even know these people. These people would be random nobodies on team, like, uh, some ridiculous team name, like Winston's Feet. And, like, you, you, don't, you wouldn't know who they are, but, like, they're insane. Like, Goats. Goats came from that. And even uh, Ghostly Weekly. Sorry, that's my train of thought I forgot. Real no, League think was the best. It's a really I good agree. One. Sorry, I want to. Sorry, sorry, Burger. Yeah. Sorry, I want to. Sk just box speak on this because uh, Sk actually, I remember you made a tweet about this specifically, uh, and you said yeah. kind of Overwatch League kind of helps. So I want your thoughts on this. I think Overwatch League completely killed Overwatch. Like the fact that there's no contenders versus Overwatch League, you can't qualify for Overwatch League. Like in Valorant, there's any team can make it. There's like these hero runs of teams that you've never heard of or brand new teams and they qualify and then they beat the best of the best. They even become the best in the world. Like contenders teams can beat our teams sometimes. And most people will just never know that because there's never a situation where they would play against each other other than in scrims where you can't say anything. And the fact that tons of tournaments cannot be made completely killed tier three, tier two, putting words into thoughts very hard. The tier no, three and tier job. two scene are completely dead because of Overwatch League and Blizzard killing all third-party tournaments and just. I mean, yeah, even even if, even if the games are not gonna like, I don't know. Even those uh content creator tournaments that they do are just so much more fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, they are. And obviously, you you cited Valorant. Tragically, Valorant is also forming following the franchise model, although they have yeah, but incorporated. But you can qualify for it. Yeah, it's they have though. incorporated. It's so much better. Yeah, it's yeah. better. You can actually still qualify even. So obviously, like the the allure of the franchise model is that it's it's easy cash money for Blizzard, right? It's like big big sponsors mm -hmm. will pay for a permanent slot in the Overwatch League, but it does strip away the meritocracy of what it's like. Ultimately, at the end of the day, sports and esports is the same. It's supposed to be about competing for the best, and it's supposed to be like the best people the best players win right and obviously if you if you, if overwatch league exists and you perma have an overwatch league slot that that takes away from that idea right the best players are not always winning because there might be as you said sk a bunch of really good teams and contenders who never even get their chance to play if you perform badly there's no there's no problem like so many i think one of the problems with Overwatch league now they're on this tangent is that so many teams just stopped caring because what what was the what was the worst that was yeah. going to happen if if they lost? Well, fuck it, we'll just sponsor a five ro player roster. We don't. What was that? Who was it? Was it Justice who who like didn't even have six players on their roster? They they signed up like a staff member for the sixth slot yeah. that was supposed to be the minimum, and they yeah. didn't even care because from what I understand, the revenue split for these teams is equal regardless of performance in Overwatch League. So 
literally just mailing it in they don't give a fuck just sign five players doesn't matter they're not going to get relegated they got their slot next year if if it was two pops off they can invest if not fuck it who cares so like and I it also think doesn't it... oh, keep going, keep going. Keep i was gonna say it also doesn't uh really help that like you know i'm watching like i've never watched any other tournament i don't even like watching tournaments and i watched the algs for apex and all mm -hmm. the other content i didn't watch it on like the, like the apex channel i watched it with seagull and he was streaming it and like other content creators were allowed to stream the like the tournament. That was the sickest thing. And as, on top of that, you could spectate who you want or follow which team you want. Oh, it was the coolest thing ever. Oh, I, I wish Overwatch. I mean, we have to. We, we can co-stream it on the you know YouTube, but like most of us are on Twitch, so feels yeah, bad. You have to get I wish approval. we can like. Yeah, I feel like there's a split between the Overwatch League and then like the, just the basic player base. We used to have player POVs for Overwatch League. And they took a, they they got they rid of it. it you only it get away. it if you're a current pro on a OPR. Or yeah, like yeah. A... We, we used to have it. It was so, so cool. One and step forward, two steps back, man. It's it's insane. Like I just Overwatch League. I'm sorry, SK. Overwatch League is just there a you huge, go. You need a. It's a paywall. It's literally a paywall. Yeah. You you get the really good contenders teams. They're rolling everyone, and I bet they're rolling half the Overwatch League teams and scrims as well. They when are. I was contender, yeah, they are. I know. I know because I've been there. <laughs> I've. I've I've screamed against these contenders players. They have literally some contenders teams have some Overwatch League teams blacklisted, literally, because the Overwatch League teams are so much worse. And um, you play so well as a team, you're rolling everyone, and then the season begins where they need to pick up players, and they just split you apart. You know, they just ruin all the synergy you've built. They ruin all the team play. They just take away. They they just strip it all away. This team gets your tank. This team gets your DPS. And now these players that have performed so well together need to relearn everything, need to learn how to play with these players, and a lot of these players don't even speak the same language as them. And then they perform badly, and people are like, oh, these people are dog shit. They're horrible. And it feels horrible for them. I bet it feels horrible. And that's why it, that's why it feels so bad, because when you're playing Tier 2, you just hit a, hit a cap. And 99% of the time, you know you cannot move from this spot with your team, and some of you are going to get picked uh, from over, uh, by Overwatch League, and that's it. That's the end of your story. Meanwhile, in League... In uh, Valorant and other esports in Apex, you can stay together and you can keep grinding and grinding and getting better and getting bigger and going to the top and reach the top together. And when it's missing all of that amazing stories, it's so corporate, Overwatch League. It's so corporate. You don't have that seeing those, the, that random person, uh, Johnny the Third and like uh, Jeff, Death Killer Seven and whatever, <laughs> stacking up together. You don't know these people, but they just destroyed. Jay Jonak, they just destroyed Jay Jonak and NYC. They're like, yes, let's go, Death Killer Seven. You're awesome. I love you. And then we don't have that. You don't have that. Well, you, you, you used to be like that in the in the Apex tournament days and all Apex Legends. Yeah, exactly. Apex, That's why it was better. Was, That's why I agree with Jay. It used highs. to be like that. It used to be amazing. That's yeah. For also, those who are, go ahead, SK. Sorry. That's also a big reason why there's no orgs other than Tier One Overwatch. Like, there's no orgs in Tier Two because best case. What you pay all this money, you pay salaries, you foster an amazing team with an amazing coach, and best case, an Overwatch League team just buys one or two of your players. Yeah. Like, what's the point? That's why there's no money in it anymore. So this brings us nicely, actually, to an area which is part of the nostalgia of pre-Overwatch League Overwatch, the Overwatch World Cup. Uh, now that's coming, that's returning. That was, that was obviously a, a really nice moment. I think there's a lot of things that a lot yeah. of Overwatch players really loved. Um, are you happy? Are you happy to have it back? Are you looking forward to it, Jay? 
Jay? Jay, really okay. thinking, really He's thinking chewing. on this. He's chewing. No, I'm chewing. Um... <laughs> okay, well, while Jay chews... Okay, I'm good. Uh... I think the Overwatch League, uh, the Overwatch World Cup should have never been gone. I think they could have done it on the internet, uh, like, you know, you know, during COVID. But I do think Overwatch World Cup is amazing. I mean, anything including, like, not Overwatch League is amazing, in my opinion. Uh, but the World Cup, you know, you're going to bring, you know, uh, there's going to be, what, 36 teams? You have different countries, you know, other, like, it's like, it's, it's like, a, you know... God, what is it called? What just happened? The World Cup. I think it's just good. It, it doesn't. It's yeah, not good. just the Overwatch League. It's like any players. I'm pretty sure. I hope to see as well. You're gonna see some no name players rise up, make a name for themselves. Hopefully, they join the Overwatch League. That's that's what I want to see. I just want to see like. I, I just want to see something that's not just Overwatch League, in my opinion. Like I love Overwatch. I stream Overwatch every day. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't watch Overwatch League. Uh, the World I Cup. Know, I, 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 would I, about it. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I just like as a content creator. I wish I can somehow watch it and or make some type of content out of it, and like bring yeah. more eyes and views to the game. But like, there's no incentive to do so uh, besides a DMCA strike. But uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I I feel like uh, the World Cup is actually going to be really cool. I've been saying it for for a few years. Like, hey, where's the World Cup? There should be a World Cup. There should be a World Cup. And I'm glad they're bringing it back, though. So that's that's a, one that's one good move. I have a hard opinion about Overwatch World Cup because I love, like, for example, Super and XQC. They might play. I think they shouldn't play. Uh, the reason is I really would hate to see or at least have a limit for X Overwatch League or Overwatch League because I would hate to see this opportunity where a lot of new talent can shine and grind be wasted away just to showcase a bunch of streamers that are retired from pro play that don't even care to be shown off in the first place because world cup has brought to us a lot of amazing Overwatch league players back in the day and the reason why they managed to get into Overwatch league was because of world cup and if they just pick up some old school uh, Overwatch league players who are currently streamers who don't need this uh, these eyes on them. They, they don't need uh, to be on stage even. Everyone knows them. Meanwhile, there's a bunch of really talented tank players or DPS players who are waiting for their chance to shine. It would really suck. It would really suck if this chance is just wasted away. It would really suck if the World Cup teams are just Overwatch League players. It would like, I, I would hate to see it. I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to watch XQC uh play and barely care about winning or losing because it doesn't matter it's just a publicity stunt for them or super yeah. cares uh, super is you know still dedicated he still rank one a lot and he might bring in a lot of viewers and hype okay i get it but just don't fill on fill in every roster with Overwatch league players or streamers that will suck so majorly i don't want to see that i want this to be a moment for the new talent i want the world cup to showcase new potential uh players that might get their lives changed and that that is truly what I believe should happen. I I agree with you on the super one because he still does Overwatch. Yeah. Uh, XQC. I mean, the only reason, like in my honest opinion, they would pick him up would be because he has a lot of viewers and he has yes. a lot of pull. Which people I think pick him I, up for clout. And that I sucks. don't think it's a bad thing. You're bringing you're bringing a lot of people who do watch him who don't know about Overwatch to watch Overwatch. So I think that's kind of like a a good and bad thing. But uh. I don't know. I think for Super is is right though because he does stream Overwatch and he still has like a huge Overwatch community as well. 
So people I do have noted, by the way. Go ahead, go ahead, finish your thought, Jay. Oh, no, no, you're, you're good. I was going to say the new talent. I do agree they should be able to make a chance. I was going to say, people have noted that it, the schedule that they've seemingly proposed, we don't really know the details yet, but the schedule that seemingly proposed does clash with Overwatch League. Uh, so there is a likelihood that maybe they do ban or, or, or just Overwatch League just wouldn't play because obviously if the schedules clash, there's no way the Overwatch League teams are going to let their players go play World Cup or sc even scrim for the World Cup team. So there is a chance that at least yeah. actual active pros don't play. But again, I guess that point stands from Boger's POV of like, you don't want to see a bunch of former pros. I mean, Eska, how do you feel? Like, how do you feel about the World Cup in general? World Cup is always super exciting. Having uh, having something to cheer for is really great. It's what Overwatch League doesn't have. I don't give a fuck about LA or like Houston. I'm not from there. Why would I care? And even if I was, all the players are Korean. So like, they're not really, yeah, it's like whatever. But yeah, World Cup, um, honestly, not having any OWL players in it could be really cool to showcase new talent, but also having all OWL players could still be really cool just because you have a country to cheer for. But Yeah, I like, I like the fact way. that you could cheer for a country. Yeah. Like, that's why I think soccer is so, like, I, I don't like soccer, but it's, I see, I watched the World Cup for the, and it was, it was fun to see, like the, everyone cheering for their own country and whatnot. It's, it's cool to see. I mean, oh, that's actually interesting. To, I didn't know. It's fun to even play uh, because I was involved in the last World Cup team Bulgaria. Let's go. Uh, yeah. It was really scuffed, and I really hope they change make changes. For example, uh, France won against Korea. I don't know if you guys remember. That was huge. That was the hypest moment ever because Korea was unbeaten basically for years. You know, um, not unbeaten, but they're really you know strong team, obviously. So them winning was crazy. I think they won like 600 euros from that, from their uh, spot. <laughs> like, like they won 600 dollars, uh, and that sucks. I hope there's an actual money incentive. It's not like, oh, you have to work really hard, grind really hard, travel to America, play, beat one of the best teams for 600 dollars. That would be horrible. their flights. Yep. No. But I think they were they were and... sponsored by Blizzard directly. I'm sorry. No, no, that's a good point. And I, I will add as well that a lot of the teams did not get enough funding to like properly... Oh, we, we, Bulgaria. That's why mm -hmm. we didn't go. We couldn't. A lot of, I get it. You can't sponsor every single country, but I bet that France and UK can get an easier, uh, can get sponsors easier no, that's than whack, Team though. Bulgaria, like, for example. That's why they should sponsor every. There's no, there's no, it's, I, I'm calling bullshit. You can't host a World Cup and then not sponsor every country to get there. I don't care. Like, th then just don't, don't do it if you can't fund the people. You got the money. There's no fucking way. You just, can't get Just do a, a qualifier, which they're doing right now. And just the teams that qualify, they go to an A and, and Blizzard should cover all the costs because it will suck for people to get into the uh, actual tournament of World Cup after the qualifier and not be able to go there because they don't have enough money. Well, Blizzard's a small company, though, man. Yeah, that's true. That. My bad. My bad, guys. My apologies. You definitely don't have <laughs> the money company. for that kind. Of, I mean, they, they yeah, that's that's nonsense. I don't think that that I don't think that's one area. I would I'd like to be think I'd fair to the devs. I don't think that's one area you can justify not not getting all your teams. And I do agree. You guys kind of inspire me in my my anti Overwatch League thoughts that I usually keep quiet because of how popular it is, but. I do think that, like, as you said, the ability to cheer for a nationality, like for your team, it, it, I think there's a much, there's something to be said about having a connection. I think that's what Jay is talking about with the soccer World Cup or the football World Cup, as they call it in my land. Because um, there's actually like a connection to the players that you're watching, right? They, they're definitely, they're out there representing a thing. And the story I always tell to give the contrast of Overwatch League is that I remember season one of Overwatch League, I was like, I'm going to root for the London Spitfire. Yes, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Brit. I want to root for the London Spitfire because that's my local team. 
and I remember opening up Twitter.com and I, I saw like this this post that they'd made, which was like, here's here's some Overwatch League codes for our dedicated fans to renew a skin. And it was posted at like 3 a.m. Europe time, like 3 a.m. UK time. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah, no. All the dedicated uh, London fans out here at 3 a.m., definitely not for your NA audience, right? And I was just like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, I don't mind if the roster's all Korean, all good, get your best players. But like the cor- the corporateness of it all, like the genericness of it all, the rosters that change every two months, the like the fact that they're all, like all, even down to the fact that they all play the same heroes all the time. It, it it's devoid of any human emotion. I find that's my gripe yep. with with the Rush League. It's devoid of all human emotion. I agree. I I don't think like I I don't want I don't want to offend anyone in the Watch League. But in, when I was in Tier Two, nobody was like I want to win a Watch League. Everyone was like I want to get to a Watch League. You know, like that's the difference. I feel like in other esports is you want to win. You want to be the very best. But I feel like for a lot of Tier Two players and even Tier One, just being in Overwatch League and getting that fifty k a year is good enough. That's it. And like, even if you win, what do you get? You know, oh, you're the grand champion, but okay, and now what? You know, like, who cares? But winning a major in Counter-Strike or in Valorant or winning a bunch of majors throughout the year, that's really exciting. That's really cool. Seeing the stage, seeing the teams grinding to get there, qualifying to even get there. Uh, and also, again, it really sucks to see that some teams have horrible performance they play really bad and they're still going to be in overwatch league no matter what because they paid for the spot because it is paid to win you know basically it's not paid to win in that sense but paid to play uh, paid to play you know they, a bunch of millionaires or billionaires paid to have a spot and nobody can take away from them and when they perform badly they just remove everyone right and a lot of times what happens is even if they perform well they just remove everyone because they can they nobody another i'm another great watch so yeah, and, because if they yeah. win, they're sad. They want higher salaries, so they drop yeah. them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. It's actually true. And another thing I really hate is they pick up a lot of new talent, and what they do is, oh, this talent is underperforming, and because of COVID, they added a new rule where you can drop a player uh, and just pay thirty days in advance, right? Uh, before they would keep a lot of players on the bench because there was no reason to kick them out. Because if you kick them out, you'd have to pay them a salary until the end of their contract, right? So if it was a one-year contract, you'd have to pay them the full 50k. But, or like, however much you signed. But now, they just keep kicking people because you can, you have to just pay one month in advance and that's it. So they pick up a new player, they perform badly because they're stressed or whatever, I know what the reason is, and they instantly kick them and it's like, okay, goodbye. There's no 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 job security. There's there no job security. You can dedicate your entire life to get to Overwatch League and get booted a month afterwards and it sucks i have a lot of, a lot of gripes with the watch league same I'm, and, and i don't know what the logistics are I'm, i don't know how much attempt has been made to create a, like a a union for the players but it feels like there needs to be some like i, I again i don't want i don't want to make a big declaration like there needs to be an overwatch league player union to like protect them and give them essentially rights but it feels like there should. I don't know what the what the barriers are. I don't know if Blizzard's gimping it. I don't know if like the legal things are, are of it are complicated. But it feels like they shouldn't be allowed to treat players like that. Like it's it's nonsense. Um, and yeah. Anyways, a- any other gripes on this? I actually want to speak to SK for a sec. But Jay, you got anything to add? No, I mean it's pretty straightforward. I'm, I wanted to add. I think the World Cup's going to have more viewers than the Overwatch League. Yeah, for sure. Especially if it's on Twitch. Yeah, it should. Yes, yeah. 
well. It should, because players care. Players care. We care. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not like exactly. waving the British flag all day every day. But when UK is playing, I want to see those players represent my team. They care about representing their nation, and I, it's a symbiotic. I'll bet your ass if Team Bulgaria gets anywhere, there will be a bunch of Bulgarians who never played Overwatch who, who are gonna be like, "Yes, I, I don't know these people, but let's go, Bulgaria." It is, go it is the way. Let's Bulgaria. go. I'll be rooting for Bulgaria too. Let's go, Bulgaria. Yeah, real. And I'm sad we didn't get a Bulgaria map. We went we underwater. Didn't. I, we I will never get over it. We could have gone to Bulgaria. What the fuck is a Galapagoin? Why does it have islands? Who knows? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <Galapagos>. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> okay. So, but there Hello guys, SCB here. Just want to quickly interrupt this episode of the Group Up Podcast to say that if you've been enjoying this content, then please do consider supporting me directly via Patreon. It really does help since Patreon only takes about 10% of your money, where YouTube and Twitch take 40 and 50% respectively. So it supports me and allows me to keep making videos no matter how many views they do or don't get. Also, if you are really enjoying this discussion, then why not consider watching some of my other content? First and foremost, my Twitch stream where this podcast is hosted live, and I stream five days a week doing a bunch of other things as well. If you're not much of a Twitch viewer, then you can check out the SVB side channel, where all the best bits from the stream go straight to YouTube in highlight format, including VOD reviews, gameplay, and streamer formats, such as the Fantasy Overwatch or Rank Gauntlet that you may have seen other streamers participate in. And finally, if you're sick of Overwatch, then you could check out my other channel, The Soak, which is where I do movie and TV breakdowns. And I've done videos on things like Avatar The Last Airbender, Pixar's Up, and anime like Haikyuu. So if any of that sounds up your street, then all the links are in the description. But now, back to the discussion. <laughs> on the since we're on the competitive arc, there is one another shining light. One area we should give credit to Overwatch is calling all heroes, which we have our very own uh, near champion, Dart Monkey God SK. I mean, how was the experience? How would you describe calling all heroes? And just like, what do you think of it? It was really fun, and I'm glad they're doing something like that. The admining was a little bit scuffed. Like I would say, it's not as competitive the way they did the rulings and things compared to Overwatch League, like one of the timeout rules was they can, if a player DCs, they cannot pause until neither team is taking damage, even if the fight is over. What? So one of their players DC'd and we chased them all the way into spawn and they lost 20 seconds with a player DC'd and they never paused because they were still that taking damage. That is crazy. There's no, why would they make did a they, rule like that? Did they ever justify Good why rules. they did that? They said that's, that, uh, what's the word? Logic is directly from the rulebook, and the admins were just following the rulebook word by word. So, yeah, who wrote the rulebook? I don't know, but it's definitely different from Overwatch League. It's a little less competitive, but I'm anyway. I'm the competition in that tournament was actually really strong. I, I wasn't expecting, and it makes me really happy to see the level of Overwatch that was being played, especially in a tournament like that. And I mean, if they just keep on putting on stuff like that, then it'll. It's definitely healthy for the scene, I'd say. It also gave an opportunity to a lot of people um, for, like, women competing in Path to Pro. Aspen told us this was the first team she'd ever been on where when she died, we didn't say woman moment. The first what? team wow. she's on my team. She was on my team. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. we, literally we literally picked other her. Other than Revival? Other than Revival? Yes. Please. Please. <laughs> I was so surprised by that. I was like, holy shit, it's bad. It's, it's real bad. But... SK throwing shit at me. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. No. What's, what's going on on Bogers Bogers School team lately? Ooh. Yeah. 
<laughs> Bulgar school of misinformation finally turned on him now. Uh, just, just yeah. by the way, just for anyone who maybe is listening who has no idea what Calling All Heroes, and I think you should have done because there was a lot of noise about it, but it was the tournament Blizzard specifically hosted for people of marginalized genders to enter. Um, SK, like I said, competed, got to the finals. Uh, one one yeah. hearts and minds. Uh, Altiora Gaming won in the end. Uh, but it was so much fun. I think there was a lot of love from the community. The community really enjoyed it. The numbers that were putting out, people were watching it. Because I think, again, I think the difference is that it had meaning. Now, obviously, on a practical side, it was new. Overwatch League is old and boring comparatively. So obviously, like, there's the new factor. But I think also just there was a stronger emotional connection. I think people wanted to see you guys succeed. They wanted to see a scene for marginalized gender for people of marginalized genders to compete in. So I think it really filled uh, an important gap. Uh, and yeah, I mean... You just kind of want more of these, SK? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely more, 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 more. Give, give. I know you. I know you healthy. competed in Valorant as well, right? And you, you were trying to kind of go pro. Um, I have many mean words to say about Valorant game changers. Say them, say them, say them. The scene itself and what Riot is doing is very good. I just think a lot of people are taking advantage of it in Valorant game changers. But it wasn't like that in Overwatch, and I think that is really great. Yeah. Mm hmm And and kind of from, but, from you personally. Sorry, go ahead. No, finish it off. Paycheck Stealers, SVB. <laughs> Paycheck Stealers. Ooh. They, okay, if you are, like, high masters in Overwatch, comparatively, in Valorant, you can get paid $5,000 a month to just be mediocre for an entire year. It's like, why would you ever get better? But... Yeah. Anyway. 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 Moving on. No. I mean. Overwatch. I mean. Go ahead. Don't. You don't have to. You don't have to. Okay, that, that's you don't that's to... how. Uh, back in the day when I played in Contenders, <laughs> when we had academy teams and a lot of org orgs, you would get paid uh, less, but around the same amount for playing in those teams. So back in the day, it was actually hard to grind for here too. I know how it is in Valorant yeah. and such, but again, like. Why would these players, a lot of these players, even try hard once they're there? You know, like you already get paid good amount of money. Obviously, people yeah. want to get in Overwatch League and stuff, but yeah. That that's the whole thing. Like the the point of scenes like this is to create spaces where marginalized genders can prosper and and grow their skills in order to eventually become good enough to be in Overwatch League and like assimilate with those people, yeah. if that's the right word. But the way Valorant ended up doing it is everybody got comfortable with being mediocre why would you want to improve when you can be tier four bottom of the barrel making five thousand a month and once you get good enough to be tier two you join a guy team and you make nothing why would you ever want to do that it's like and then so it, so they it also have the huge system. is that is that sorry, sorry yeah it, it doesn't do what it's meant for basically it mm -hmm. gives them a place to play and be mediocre and make money but it won't make them better and it never will and, and if you kind of had lessons for Overwatch, what would you kind of say? That's the thing. I don't actually know how to, how to fix that. <laughs> I, like, I have no idea. But definitely the way that they're doing it is I don't... Yeah. Yeah. But there are definitely exceptions. Like, there are incredible players, people that work really hard. But at the same time, like, when I was in the Valorant scene, I was unsigned. I had never played a... Tax shooter before, and in a year, I became better than half of the people that were being signed. I beat them in official matches, and it was like, "What are you guys doing? You don't even play ranked." Like these people would have zero ranked games. They would show up to scrims, and then that would be their day. This reminds and they me of Overwatch lose League over and over. Damn. Yeah, 
they become complacent. Like you cannot lose your spot. They just lose yep. every single day. They don't play the game outside of scrims. But why would you? Because you're fine. Like you're sitting there. You're making a. You're making bank. It, it doesn't matter. There's no incentive. I mean, it just goes to show you when you take away the the sort of the reason to win and lose in 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 sport, you take away the whole meaning of it, right? It's like there should be again the whole yeah. idea of a path to pro or whatever they call it in Valorant is like. You get better, you win more, it, it's worth something, you know, you're winning, either way it's prize pools or just mini tournaments, you're winning, you're becoming the best. But again, it's like, this is why I have such a big problem with the franchise model, for example, because it's just like, team exists now, okay, where that's it, there we go, there's never going anywhere, there's yeah. only one tournament, you guys aren't even, the problem is you don't even allow other people to compete, it's like we're not even allowed to host big tournaments to compete with Overwatch League, because that would take away from the from the franchise money so it's like i guess the problem with the valorant was having is that they didn't integrate the game changers with the rest of their scene so that people had a reason to, to get good at game changers then get signed which would be up i guess upwards right? it should always go upwards the path should always aspire to something but maybe what you're saying is it it, it lost that mm -hmm. but i don't think overwatch is at that yet like the level people were playing overwatch in that tournament it made me so happy i would say like already better at Overwatch than a lot of the Valorant teams were at Valorant, if that makes sense. And mm -hmm. a lot of those teams were formed just for that tournament. Like, we didn't have practice, and we didn't practice like contenders teams would, but I would say the top two teams, like, given enough practice time, six hours a day, scrimming like a contenders team, could definitely compete, like, low-tier contenders for sure. Mm-hmm. Jay, Jay, someone you competed as well, didn't you? And a long time ago, man. But uh, I actually had a like a just like a random thought. Um, I know Overwatch doesn't do a lot of tier two or promote a lot of tier two or even any other tournaments. Uh, and I, I was just thinking, like, I know, I know that <laughs> this is gonna sound ridiculous, but I know the the skin prices are mad expensive. So uh, what happens if they just came out with a skin? Just I don't know, just named it whatever. But every time you buy the skin, they take no profits, and they would use that money from the skin and just made a tournament themselves. Valorant did that. That's what Dota does. Like Dota, Dota, Dota like created that idea, and they take seventy five percent from the battle pass or whatever. Just make a battle pass for the season, and twenty five goes to a tournament. You're gonna make such an amazing tournament. Yeah, and, and there's well, more so people so the, playing. The, there's Dota's Ti, like the, the international, is the most funded tournament in esports by fans always, yeah it's crazy yeah, it's always just done by the battle they just buy the battle pass and it, it's always like gigantic prize pools it's only yeah, 25 percent like, mind you i feel like blizzard pass. like yeah someone that someone said it that's like a multi-billion dollar company you know it's a massive company but like overwatch league prize pools are just or even in general any prize pools like like nothing I don't know. I feel like I feel like if it was more, it had more incentive to win, or more incentive to get better, more incentive to like you know what you were talking about earlier. It it would be more like oh shit, yo, who's gonna win this tournament? It's like I feel like it would be a lot more, but I don't know. I feel like it's a uh, eh, and right now. Mm. Yeah, I definitely feel that detachment. It, there is a reason the Overwatch League team is physically different to the development team of Overwatch, the game. Yeah, and like you guys were saying, like even if you're like the dead, like a dead team that absolutely losing everything, like you don't have nothing to worry about. It's like everything's equal. Everyone's gonna get the same thing. You're not gonna get like kicked off or anything. Uh, I don't know. I feel like there needs to be some changes, but then again, Blizzard, I feel like is on a high chair. They're not gonna take any advice, and because everything they do is right.
Yeah, and at the end of the day as well. I feel like that. And at the end of the day, it feels like Overwatch 2 is even more geared towards a non-competitive scene. I think a lot of people have expressed it's, it's, it's essentially more of a casual game, to put, it, to put it bluntly. It's very casual. I think if you want to make the game non-casual and be competitive, you're going to be really miserable. Well, so elaborate. Uh, I mean, like, not tournament sense. Tournaments are fun. But if you want to try hard and rank, you're going to have a miserable time. If you want to take the game seriously, you're going to have a miserable time. I feel like the only way you can truly enjoy the game most of the time is just chilling in quick play, playing a few games of ranked and, you know, doing something else, you know. Before in Overwatch 1, I could grind ranked for like 12 hours. Maybe it's DA, my age speaking or whatever, like uh, maybe I've grown old. Everyone agrees <laughs> with it. Uh, you could stay and grind for 24 hours uh, Overwatch 1 ranked and the addictive number going up and down and you know climbing the rank uh climbing to top 10 and showing off your rank it was addicting it was cool uh you don't have that because we already talked about it and i feel like uh if you try to replicate the same experience as before you're just gonna have a really 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 miserable time absolutely horrible time and the game i'm 23 yeah, definitely old. not too old, bro. Definitely not yeah, too old. Yeah, I know. Obviously, um, because... But my uh, idea is that also all of the changes they make where they censor a lot of the things and they remove a lot of the things, it's, again, to make it way more casual. I, I, I want to pose... Himself old. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I want to I pose a question, which is that... Is this is this somewhere, though, that we are guilty of, of like, streamer bias, content... Like, high ELO player bias? Because clearly it has been a successful game, just for a different audience like jay like do you feel like we are a bit out of touch with the general consumer of overwatch no get good get good good choice (laughs) no i i feel like uh like i said like uh even overwatch for an example they have the content creator stuff like i feel like uh if they have so many content creators at the palm of their hand like all content creators are not top 500 there's some that are lower ranks they could get their feedback as well like i i feel like uh it's not just the top 500 uh, player base or streamers. Uh, but I, I, I do feel like if you... I don't know. I don't know, man. You don't know. I mean, SK, what do you feel about this issue? I think generally people just don't know what's going on. Like, I'm seeing some of the crazy... People still think Genji is OP. Like, people that uh, still think Genji is OP should not have an opinion on the balance of the game. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it should be balanced. Or they're, not, they're not playing it correctly. Sure, there are some things that can be extremely broken in lower ranks, and those should be looked at. But I also, And also, the rank system is just way too confusing. Like, no one has any idea what's going on. I have Having to explain hidden MMR versus SR, why are you winning seven games? Why are you not ranking up? Blah, 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 blah. It's just way too confusing. It's so hard to understand. And, yeah, I, everyone's lost. <laughs> Yeah. I am I mean, lost. What do you think the reason is that they that they have like a hidden MMR versus SR? Like, do you have any guesses? I do. Sure. It's for the I casuals. About it. I feel like I, I've heard the opinion from casual players that don't grind a top five running so much that they actually enjoy the system because it's a lot less stressful, right? Because you can go, uh, you can be at your peak right now. Um, imagine it's plat two, for example. And you come back from work and you play and you lose 10 games in a row, right? You don't, or like win two games and lose 10. You're still at plat two. You're still chilling there, you know? 
And before in the previous system, you would probably drop to plat three, right? Well, I don't remember the exact MR, uh, SR this would uh, be, but you would probably drop to plat three, if not plat four, and that would stress people. But now the casual players can go uh, 15 losses and they're still at the same rank, and that feels good to them. Oh, yeah, but it is ranked, man. Ranked is supposed to be, you know, that competitive. Yeah, I, know. I, I feel like I, I if you're if you if you're stressed by competitive, there's quick play. I feel like you should just stay stay there. But even even I think this is again an area where like I, I, even players who are like silver, especially when you consider the, the the way the system is working in season two now, where it's like they all had their SR dropped by like multiple, you know, sometimes multiple ranks, multiple divisions, and nothing else. They don't. I, I've seen so many people who are like, "Well, I'm. I, this, why? Why should I climb now? Like, because I just get dropped down. Like, I spent a season climbing. Yeah. Now I'm dropped down, and my games are still the same. Like, my MMR, I'm still getting. Like, let's say you were gold, you get dropped to bronze. My games are still gold. My rank just says bronze. So it's like the worst of both worlds. My games are still hard. My rank is is lower. So like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. You know, I was reading about have... that today. Yeah, yeah I feel like. Saying... Sorry, he was saying he's masters right now. He played for nine hours, and now he's still masters four. But the entire nine hours he was playing was top one hundred lobbies. Like, what's the point? Yeah. It's so hard to climb too. Like, what, what, what like, do you think? Go ahead, Jay. I was gonna say, I, I feel like I've, I played a lot of Apex. I feel like it should just be like something similar to Apex. I mean, all the all, you just drop those divisions, and then if you're in that division, since everyone dropped, or if you don't play in a long time, you're still in that, you know, SR range. And you're playing against all those players and you just climb back up. Sure, you might shit on some people or whatnot, but that's going to be only for like a little bit. And then everything's going to balance out again at the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. That's, that's think, my opinion. I think they should just keep everyone's rank the same, except everybody above GM gets reset to 4k flat at the start of every season. That could be fun. For the old system. That would yeah. be like yeah. Well, I mean like MMR too. So you're not playing in yeah, 4400 lobbies, stuck in 3900 yeah, the entire time. Need to like get rid completely of that. reset everyone above GM and then everyone below that can stay where they are. It's fine. So here's the, here's the reason, by the way. I asked the question. Here's the reason why I think they have an MMR versus SR system is because the, the sort of reality, tragic truth is that most players don't get very good. Like, they don't change the, how good they are the majority of the time, right? So if you go by a player's MMR, let's say they're 3K MMR, most players probably just stay around that 3k, right? Not not everyone is a comp grinder. Not everyone's like trying to, you know, get real good. So if you just like have a player who's 3k MMR and they're like playing 100 games and just kind of going over the course of a season, let's say, they're going win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. Their MMR might never change, right? I'm guessing the reason they do this, the system that they have is like, okay, well, their MMR is 3k, but we dropped them down to gold or plat. And now when they play, they're still getting a climb icon, right? They're still getting like a you got promoted so the player is given this illusion of like i have i have been promoted i am getting better i am a better player even if in the behind the scenes the real truth is there's still 3k mmr and eventually they'll end up back at 3k mmr but in the process my guess is that they're hoping the player will feel aha well i really improved last season even if nothing actually happened does that does that make sense a little bit yeah, yeah. But if that is the reason, it ends up backfiring. A lot of people lose their motivation to play completely because they're like, I worked so hard for this rank and now it's just reset. And they don't know about the hidden MMR stuff because how would they? It's not like anybody... It's not like anybody's reading the competitive MMR blog released by Blizzard on their website. Like, That's on purpose, I think. Again, I think a lot of this communication is like... A lot of this is only, it's meant to satisfy us. I don't think it's an, I don't think it really even matters. Does it matter to like a player who just like logs in every now and then? Do they even care? Oh, they even know about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they care. 
I think I ranked should be addictive, and every rank system is always super addictive, and Overwatch is just not addictive. The rank system. Bogers, like, give me the sense. drugs. Give me the good shit, man. It's true. It is like drugs. I played League ranked. I played. I played Apex. I played Valorant ranked. Those systems are like drugs. You like seeing the number go up and go down. It's fun to see. Overwatch is not addictive ranked system. That's why ranked is so good for any uh, like multiplayer game, free to play game, is because people stay to play ranked and they play until 4 a.m. and they grind and they get super addicted to it. Let's be honest, that's the reason people like and they talk about the game afterwards. They're like, oh, oh my god, this game, uh, this this hero, this that, and they talk with their friends about ranked and they play with their friends and they get their friends addicted because there's something to grind for. Overwatch is just not addictive enough. Let's be honest, it just isn't ranked. It's just as I said, it's glorified quick play. It, it's not addictive because you don't see the funny number, the the, the slot machine. It's not working. You know, you, you, it's just sitting still for a bit, and then suddenly it's like playing slots for four hours, and nothing pops up on your screen. And then after four hours, all of a sudden it says you lose, and you're like, uh, what? Right, what? <laughs> what the fuck happened? <laughs> you know, it doesn't make sense. Well, you know what could make it more addictive? I think what if we brought two CP back? Am I right, Jay? Now, this is a little crusade you've been on, uh, which is to say that you think 2CP oh, is better boy, than Push, yeah. and you think it could be uh, worked into Overwatch 2. So hit me with your... Uh, as you can already tell by the reactions of Bogren SK, there's going to be a lot of doubters. So I need you to hit me with, like, your breast convincing speech. This is your chance. Why 2CP over Push, and why should it come back? I mean, I feel like they didn't even give it, like, a, a chance, bro. It's a whole different game. You're, it, you changed everything about it. So why not, like... I don't know. I feel like... I feel like they should have uh, gave it a chance in the in, in Overwatch 2. Uh, like, there's a lot of new balance changes. I don't know. I feel like push is just... I'm tired of getting... I don't know about you guys, but push is, like, shoved it down our throats. Every two out of my, like, four games or push, and I don't want to play it, bro. I just... If you're going to have... And, and get rid of map pools, bro. Map pools are so useless. How are you going to bring map pools into the game after you just took out so many maps? New Bonnie... I haven't even seen New Bonnie in fucking months. Uh, I don't know. Havana, I haven't Havana. seen in a while. Like, it, Havana. Havana can stay going. I mean, nah, I like Havana. Like, uh, no, even no, no. New Bonnie. Just take New Bonnie for an example. Player, like, hit scan player. I understand if, like, New Bonnie's not in the game because you guys have to fix it. Sure, tell us. Hey, we're fixing New Bonnie. We'll be in the map. It'll, bring in, it'll, it'll be back in comp or in the game when we're done fixing it. Just don't bring map pools in. I don't know. I don't feel like there's not enough maps for map pools. It's, it's Or map rotations or whatever. I don't know. It's so just It's just dumb. And also, I like Havana, and I played Hog on it, so I just want to let you know. Wow. Every every oh. part of that sentence was, was terrible. Every part of that sentence no. was awful. 2CP um, is so fun. You forget every single hour of misery you went through nope. in Overwatch 1, I sitting there, getting full health no, on Hanamura. Hanamura is such a beautiful map, and it's it not doesn't about matter how beautiful it is. Bro. It's, it's, it's a toxic it's, relationship, Jay. It's toxic. Nah. You know it's bad for you, but you're like, oh, but she's so pretty. I love her. You don't. She's abusing you. It's time to get out of the relationship, Jay. <laughs> I mean, I would have been out. Of, I would have been out of Overwatch a long time ago. Then. That's <laughs> true, but uh, brother. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I, no, I mean, I, I like two CP. Two CP is fun. It's not about the destination, bro. It's about the journey. I had fun playing and that journey from spawn I, you know, to the choke point honest, was really thrilling. The reason I feel like a lot of people say that is first because map pools, I think they suck. Second of all, I feel like 
push is being shoved down our throats, like J3 said. So people keep playing push and it keeps getting really frustrated because it's like three maps in a row of push. And it's like, oh, I don't want to play this. And then you play two normal maps, three maps in a row of push. It's like, oh, you yeah, know, get out of my head. It's annoying. I think that's why a lot of people want uh, two speed back is because they want something else. Because what happened was two CP got removed. So a bunch of maps got removed. They shoved push in they removed more maps from the game because of map pools because map pools make no sense and they keep repeating push all the time and now everyone's super fucking bored from push so people want something else so everyone's like i'll bring back to speed just anything else but push anything else but push just anything i don't care i want to get full health on uh temple of anubis by junkrat and the roadhog please uh, just I mean, I don't do know. it junkrat right now is dumb but that uh, is nuts i mean but i like anyways. i like I like playing push 19 times a day and then only getting King's Row once a week. I, I like it. I mean, Not so really. here's the thing. So yeah. on the on the map pool thing, uh, and I think they've even softly communicated. I and mean, I think one of the problems is a lot of the communication of like why stuff is done is like buried somewhere deep. They even mentioned this, and this was speculated before, but they confirmed it. It's to, it's to help with new players learn the maps, basically. It's just like their POV is, look, there's a lot of people who are new to Overwatch. So for them, all the maps are new. So we might only look at like Midtown and the push maps, whatever. It's like, these are the new maps. For a new player, even, you know, Gibraltar, even, you know, these other maps, Kings Road, they're all new. They're all new to them. So the bigger the map pool, the more times they're going through a game being like, I've never played this map before. I've only played this map once before. I've only played this map twice before. Where's the Mega? I got full health last time. I haven't even seen point B. So, like, I think the reason they have map pools is to let players get familiar with the map. And they've said, obviously, strategize better. That That's nonsense. I don't think it's anything to do with strategizing better. It's just literally new players get to know the map so they're not overwhelmed. I, I still There's think it sucks. There's be a better way to do that. I think that's bullshit. I, I, I completely see the reasoning, but there has to be a better reason than... Uh, a, a, better, a better way to do that than taking maps away from everyone that isn't new. Put it, put it in quick play. Someone just said put map pools in quick play. Or even just new reason. player quick play. I think you could just new player yeah. quick play. You could put in the fr if if it's really truly new players you worry about. You could just leave. You could yeah. you know the way there's a first time user experience. You could leave the map pools in there, right? Like for whatever level right. or something. Right. Yeah. So like so for yeah, the players. Yeah, that's a dumb reason. Yeah, I mean, it isn't great, and I also think that at that then by that logic, at some point, they need to bring back or they need to remove hero pools, basically, or player uh, map pools. Because if the idea is that it's it's right now it's new, then well, what about six months from now when even those new players have kind of gotten used to it, they're gonna get bored too. Yeah. But on the on the issue, obviously they're they're plugging push a lot. But SK two CP in Overwatch two. Down. Actually, you know they could give it a shot. Like maybe if you adjust spawn timers or something, I I wouldn't mind it. I I don't hate two CP with all my heart. I think it could be fixed. Maybe I, I, not completely okay. removed. It could be fixed, but definitely Quote not me. the way it was. Quote me on this, but in a year or two, they're going to bring back TCP and bring back brand new five maps, you know, all of the TCP maps. I, I bet they're going to change no it up. They're going <laughs> to no change way. it up, make it fit better. They're going to make some changes and bring back all the maps. And you're like, look at us, guys. Maybe. Five new maps, new mode. We're bringing it all back. And everyone's going to get really excited. I bet that's what's going to happen because there's no way they're going to uh leave all of those maps they have to be wasted away in like uh, arcade games i, I bet you updated ass. them with lighting and yes. stuff yes they they have also updated them with lightning so i bet down the line we're gonna get back to cp as a brand new mode or whatever the fuck jay would that make you happy heck yeah man i i miss i actually miss 2cp man
I miss TCB. I miss no, Hanamura. No. I'm yeah, bro. Come on. The only good TCB map was Horizon. Horizon. Uh, now now you're oh, you're Winston. Oh, okay. you're Winston. I'm done. Winston by us. good TCB map was Muscaya. But Winston bias, hit scan bias, and Winston bias. Yeah, Jay's talking about Hanamura, Temple of Anubis. Those are the I like only I guess two maps Widow is good on. But I'm Those my most played maps. is Hanzo. That's the Hanzo maps. That's the one shot hero maps. I hate getting one shot. They should remove that okay, from yeah, the game. Th th this was actually something I was, gonna, I was gonna come to anyways. You had a lot of frustration with certain heroes, SK. So you've got you've also this is a growing train about removing one shots. But go ahead and, and give us your spiel. Oh yeah, remove one shots. Remove one shots. It completely destroys the game. You're talking about ults economy. Like you're attacking. You have zero ults. They have five. Okay. You go in. You lose. They use two ults. Okay. You go in. You lose. They use two ults. You go in. It's finally your turn to win. You have four ults. They have one. It's the last point. Let's say two CP. Their widow shoots one of you in the head, and you auto lost, and now you've lost the game, just because one guy has good aim. There's no other mechanic that is rewarded as hard as widowmakers hitting shots, and I think that is stupid and completely fundamentally broken. And it also changes the way every so everyone needs to play. And there's not one hero that you can swap. Your entire team has to swap if you want to counter a widow. Winton. That's my. Is that a is that a problem specifically with Widow, or or is that because because the, the thing the counter argument with someone might make pocket too. Well, the yeah. counter argument someone yeah. make is that well, I want to play a game where I can I can clutch and I can turn a fight for my team, right? So they might okay, say, but I do why wanna... should Widow be the only person that can do that? Mm -hmm. this, and that's a fair Widow is playing Call of Duty and everyone else is playing Overwatch. She has Call of Duty time to kill and everyone else is playing Overwatch. So you feel like there needs to be a, a sort of a simpler way of clutching than just click button headshot kill yeah or or something that's harder than that i don't know like there's so many good widows in top 500 that can just click on faces it's not impressive and watching it's like wow that guy hits shots i guess <laughs> whatever <laughs> he's just standing in the back line afk playing kovacs fds aim trainer and winning games by default jay as someone who also watches a lot of uh kill cams where that's happened to him uh, i don't do watch agree? a lot of kill cams <laughs> No, uh, sorry. Uh, someone was telling me something about Widow, and I was going off on them. But uh, what do you call it? Uh, or are you talking about like one shots? Do yeah, I agree with yeah. one shots? I yeah, think they so... need to get rid of like a lot of one shots. I I actually think do well, I actually agree with SK. One shots are ruining the game. Both should be the only one shots. That's my opinion. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, I don't I don't like it. It's just when you cut like I played I I played against a game, I don't know. It was like Roadhog, Widowmaker, Sojourn pocketed with a mercy. It was Gross. just I walk out of spawn, die. Oh cool, walk out of spawn, die. Oh cool, walk out of and it was just so boring, bro. It's like not even maybe it's not fundamentally overpowered, but the fact is that it's boring. And I think they should balance around what's fun and what's boring. And if nobody has fun playing against a widowmaker, that should be changed. Even if she's not OP. And this is coming from someone who spent, you know, a long time playing Valorant, where one-shots are, like, everything. Well, that game is... That's because Valorant one-shots are everything. In Overwatch, one-shots are not everything, but once they pick the Widowmaker hero, you can't peek anything anymore. You, you can't play the game until that guy swaps off. It's like, even if he's doing bad, you're still not having fun because you're just sitting behind a wall looking at your teammates. Also, another thing is, as a support main, I cannot help my teammates against a Widowmaker. If they get hog hooked, I can suzu them. I can I can heal them if a Genji dashes on them, but I cannot stop them from getting clicked in the head by a Widowmaker. I have no impact. It makes me really mad. 
Mm -hmm. Bulger, you've been notoriously quiet on this one. Winton. Hank players have it easy. All right, you can't I'll get be one honest, shot. You I, just I, come I, Yeah, th that's if the my thing. My doesn't you know, go Winston. I, what do I do? I understand you in the sense that it's probably annoying to play against one shots, but I'm f I just go Winton. Nobody really plays Widow against me, so that's I, I, all. The issue is the maps. I'll be honest. I think one shots should be high risk, high reward. I think that's very important. And when you have a map like Junkertown or Havana, the risk is removed. So now you mm -hmm. just have high reward. So you, Circuit the Royale enemy widow, too. yeah, the widow can just sit uh, in a safe distance and just if she has good aim, you win the game. And mm -hmm. even if your tank goes Winston, I cannot contest her. It's impossible because why? Because the map design. That's it. Uh, so, too. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. Yeah, and I feel like maybe these heroes need to have not be allowed to sit across the map and still one shot. I, widow doesn't have follow for. She does. It's a very long distance. It needs to be way. It needs to be way. It needs to start much sooner because it's really unfun to have a Widowmaker play across the map, and you can't even see her, but your team is dying. I I can't deal with that. Like on it, like on some maps, it's impossible. That's it. Your some maps are just purely whether or not you have a good hit scan. Like that's it, you know. That's Havana. Mm -hmm. That's Junkertown. News Queen Street sometimes Circuit Rail. That's it, you know. Tank Rialto, cannot first do anything. And second point. But I don't think we should completely remove one shots. I know they're annoying, but it's also it's gonna alienate a lot of the player base. Like it's there's, it's really satisfying to watch Pine, for example, click heads in a watch League or something. You know. True. It brings in a lot of True. viewers and brings in a lot of clicks on YouTube, on Twitch. A lot of people like seeing. Uh, the Overwatch League player click on people's heads. That's fun, you know? Like, what what one-shot is okay. The Genji going up close and one-shotting, that's okay because it's hard to do. But that should be every one-shot. It should be really hard to yeah. pull off and really satisfying to see it happen. So I agree that one-shots like Widow or Sojin that just sit across the map and just pump, 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 pump. That's not fun. You need to add some risk to it, right? Either increase uh, the fall-off or something else. But straight up removing all one-shots it's going to be goats all over again. You know, it's That's just going to be fair. Yeah. It's going to be like the Overwatch League Junker Queen meta. Nobody dies for 2 minutes. It's also that with the with the watching Overwatch League players take people's heads off thing. It's like it's not fun to watch an Overwatch League player sit in his spawn, click on four yeah, people's yeah, yeah, heads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that infam that famous pine clip on Junkertown's yeah, yeah. second point where he risks it all. He jumps behind them close range, hits four insane shots. That's fun to watch. High risk, high right. reward. Exactly. Like he deserves he but he makes a really risky play. Spawn? Oh, it's so boring. Yeah, he makes a really risky play. It pays off, and it's really fun to watch. But sitting mm -hmm. AFK in spawn, that's not fun to watch. You might as well click on Valorant. Mm -hmm. And I guess that was a lot of people's complaint with Sojourn as well, right? They felt like, well, it's it's like it doesn't cost her anything to just build her charge up and then sit there and then slide when she wants to, right? Jay, yeah, you were yeah. you were on some sort of very vehement rant I saw for a second. It, what, what was what was going through your mind? Oh my god, some guy fucking tilted me. Some guy came into my chat and was like, uh, like uh, he was talking about a YouTuber and he's like, oh, they make Widowmaker seem so broken on YouTube. And I'm like, you're bro, talking you're talking about a YouTuber where I can even fucking get clips of me popping off and not showing my deaths, just moments of me popping off and make a character look broken. But then you go to their live stream and you're like, oh shit, let's go check this insane player out. And then they're fucking dying off cooldown, fucking zero and fucking eight to start the game. They're like, Master's right? five. Diamond. Yeah. And then you see, you're like, hey, what rank are you? You have to be like top 10. And then you're, you're like, fucking diamond two. And then you're like, what?
But you're so insane. You like I, I was just trying to make them reference like like uh, it's like an Instagrammer. They are like a so yeah, they're showing you what you want. They want you to see, but then you don't see like all the stuff that's going behind the scenes and whatnot. I don't know. Uh, that's so, yeah. Sorry. Well, no, that's an amusing rant and definitely true as well. But on the note of like risk and reward is that something you'd like to see with one shots like you like because these guys were talking about like well that one pine club was really cool because he because he really had to risk a lot to do it and like sometimes you know with games oh, I, people, yeah I think, I, go ahead i heard about that i do i do think i agree with boger and, and uh what do you call it with um i do think uh one shots should be like you know hard to pull up now i don't want to say hard to pull off but that like when you see someone do it you're like oh wow instead of seeing a widow sit and spawn like you know three click someone and you're just halfway across the map and you're like oh that happened I do think it should be some sort of skill and whatnot involved, uh, or yeah, that's how I, I do think. There's way too many one shots right now, though, or some side of some sort of fall off damage, like you know what they're trying to do. Like Widow Widowmaker right now is like something insane. I forgot what it was, like 180 or 200 meters or something. They should give uh, her more health and then make her fall off crazy. That would be oh, cool. Nah, no, 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 no. Okay, seeing widows hit close range shots would be sick. That's cool. Um, yeah, but like. I feel like they could probably do something with her fall off damage instead of making it like yeah, you know so something definitely. insane. Because if you <laughs> fix the fall off damage, then it's much easier to dive her and counter her. And even like yeah. on Lucio, it's gonna be easier because you can like get closer to her because she is closer, right? Or even Kiriko yeah. can hit her easier, like punish her. Oh, she's right over there. She's not across the map. She right? needs something to defend herself. That's, that's, yeah. where, that's where I feel like players nowadays would not go. Like when I played professionally, like back when I had hair. Like, uh, you know, you, you had dive meta, you had Winston, you had what was it? Winston, Diva. Genji. that for a uh, year. Genji yeah, Tracer. Winston, Yo, Diva. Genji oh, Tracer. No, it was Genji back... Tracer, Lucio Zen, are you talking about Yeah, that? yeah, it was like, the, uh, but if, mm -hmm. if you dove their front line, your back line might get yeah, dove, yeah, yeah. and then sometimes you would have to communicate, since no people use that in comp anymore, they don't communicate. Uh, be like, oh, hey, let's counter dive this fight, or hey, there's the Zen alone over there. Like, communicate, do the dives. Like, that actually took a lot of skill and you know, uh, coordination. But like, I don't know. I feel like people would complain about that now. I think I think I thinking back know. like to to that Valorant example, I think the difference is that in that in Valorant, for example, everyone has access to certain tools to answer back. Right, like one shots might be the thing, but it's like you can also like hit back at them at that kind of level. Right, isn't like. They're there. I'm. I can't interact now. I can't play against this person. Like they're there. I'm here. It's on. It's like unwinnable. Even the sniper rifles. They very rarely provide angles that are like so wide and so long that it's like I can't come in with my assault rifle and and, and trade back. Right. So I guess it's like that. That what you guys have all alluded to is like that feeling of Widowmaker being across the map, and just being. You just don't have an answer. Like she's the only person who can do anything at that range. So it's like that. I think that. That might be another part of it as well as like making sure that everyone can kind of answer a character's in a position of threat, like a Widowmaker. I mean, what other one shots there are? So, we, Widowmaker, we have a problem with. Junkrat. Junkrat is so annoying. Soldier and Mercy Pocket and Junkrat is pretty annoying. I mean, Hanzo, I don't think is annoying anymore, really. I, I, I agree. I don't think Hanzo is problematic. Like, if you see a Hanzo yeah. popping off, it's really like, you're like, wow. Yeah, he has a recoil. You're like, wow. That's that, that recoil. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah. has that high yeah, risk yeah. thing because long range, it's so hard to hit a projectile that far. Yeah, it, when you see like when the, you were doing the challenge with Argen when he was going 3v5, it was like, that wow, was those, like, wow, that was like some insane shots, you know? But if yeah. it was a Widowmaker across the map, you'd be like, okay, you know, whatever. But mm -hmm. Hanzo has that wow factor. It's like, yeah, it's, it's pretty hard to hit those. So I respect that. But Junkrat, Roadhog, Roadhog, Roadhog. 
grow with hope. Yeah, don't worry, it's uh, coming soon. Ha ha ha. He just has too much health. He's an unkillable. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. I actually listen uh for Roadhog I read a Reddit post that I really liked. I want to hear your thoughts. Uh for Roadhog change, he was like instead of removing the entire identity of Roadhog, why don't they allow for players that get hooked to be able to use non-movement abilities? So what would happen is if Anna gets hooked, she can sleep the hog while she's moving towards him. And Reinhardt can maybe use his shatter while he's getting towards him. So Roadhog has to think about the enemy cooldowns instead of just hooking blindly all the time because he could get punished for it instead. And for example, Azen is going to get hooked. He can trank, but he's going to have to use his ult, for example, right? And there's a lot of things. Or like, uh, if you hook uh, DPS, the DPS could try to kill the Roadhog before the Roadhog uh, gets him, right? So there's a lot of counterplay, right? Maybe maybe it's going to make the character really weak, but you can give him something <laughs> else or like change up his healing, you know? But that would make the character uh, actually, you would actually have to think when using your hook instead of just hooking blindly all the time. I just had a flashback of getting hooked on the tracer and then trying to like, you're, you're like at your spawn and you get pulled, you know, Overwatch 1? A long time yeah, ago, yeah, those, yes, those hooks, yes, you get yes. pulled across the map. Those were fun. Yes. You, if you fix that, I think that would actually be pretty cool. I like yeah. that. You have to use yeah, your cooldowns or... Yeah. I think the problem, the biggest problem with Hog, honestly, isn't even the hook one-shot, because there is counterplay to that. Like, you can dodge it. It's a projectile. You can bait it out of him. You know when he's going to throw it, basically. Like, instead of Widow, just instantly clicking your head. The biggest problem is that he's so tanky. He can just walk in and do absolutely stupid things for a hook and then get out for free like it doesn't matter there's no punishing a roadhog he can just do whatever he wants that's my issue with him but the question is is the it because is of too, but... suzu that there's no punishment that, for yeah him? that's and that is. if that is the case if you nerf him kirku still exists you know like True. it's not like you're not actually dealing with the core problem so in the future this might become an issue again but for another hero because suzu still exists Mm-hmm. Well, th- this is one of the things it's where it's like when you take when you take CC away, and like I, the realistic, the only answer to Roadhog is Anna because she's the only character who can basically interrupt his his cycle, right? Where it's like hook, breather, run away, hook, breather, run away. Like she's the only person who can go stop at any point. So it, I wonder if this is a question the devs have to answer at some point, which is like now that we took CC away, how do we stop certain things that otherwise are like unstoppable? Obviously, Bring this happens CC. with. <laughs> I mean, some people said this, we have bring back 2CP. Some people feel like maybe some more CC would be fine. I mean... I think, okay. For example, I think Cassidy should probably get his flashback, but instead should have it should a be a much, I was gonna, I was much, much smaller range. Someone who plays Cassidy, like, or has played some Cassidy. Jay, like, do you feel like the absence of CC on the DPS uh, I mean, I hate when I see a ball rolling around and you can't do anything about it. He's just rolling and rolling and rolling. But, uh... I don't know. I think he. I don't know. In my opinion, you should probably ask wanted this to get his honest opinion. But uh, I don't know. I feel like the grenade actually still does a lot of damage. Like it, 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 it is a good trade off. I think if you're trying to take out CC from the game. But uh, I don't know. I feel like that's just like a pit that you don't want to go down. If you give Cassidy his CC back, all the other characters, I don't know, people are going to be complaining about their CC and want to bring it back. Wow, the roles are reversed now. Boger's nostalgic over CC and J3's like... No, it's no, no, not, we, I'm we not nostalgic about CC. I just think one of the issues about Overwatch 2 is that certain roles have certain roles. In the sense that uh, a support player, a lot of the time, they cannot deal with the Widowmaker. And so if you mm-hmm. go into ranked, um, 
and you play ranked, you can't hope that your teammates are gonna deal with the Widowmaker. You, it is a pretty soul game, you know. Like it's not like it's supposed to be team based, but it's not gonna happen because it's ranked, right? Nobody talks, nobody cares. So what happens is you have four idiots on your team, and you need to deal with the Widowmaker, but you can't because if you go deal with the Widow, you're gonna lose. So now the DPS don't have CC, you hope that your tanks or supports have CC to deal with a ball or something. So for the DPS player, it's really annoying. And for the tanks, there's other things that are really annoying that they cannot deal with and they have to hope their teammates have to deal. Uh, they, they have the capacity to deal with them. So that's why I think every role should have at least some sort of way to deal with certain heroes because otherwise you're just hoping that your teammates can deal with it. And if they can't, it falls back into that issue of, oh, you, you just hope that you got a good match with good players that are smart, you know, and w because you don't have the Which tools to deal with the problems. Yes, because Just you don't have the tools. No, I That's your point. agree. Yeah, go ahead. Escape. I agree. I'll just say, yeah, I agree. Good yeah. point. Yeah, like, Never so I think for me, like the frustration with Roadhog, for example, is that like, if I'm playing tank, which I've been doing a lot, because uh, I started playing support or watch two, that wasn't fun. And Anna was dog then, so I, I stopped playing. So I stopped playing supports, played tank mostly. And now, when you're playing a non Roadhog tank and you're watching a Roadhog run around, you're just like, I hope my team doesn't get hooked by him, because like I, yeah, I like it, if I'm playing Sigma, I'm standing here. If I'm playing Winston or whatever, I'm standing here. Like yeah, there's some tanks like you know you could Zarya bubble, you could Diva Matrix, but like if you're not playing those tanks, you just kind of just like, I hope they uh, don't die to this. And sometimes you just don't have an answer, right? And it's like same for Widowmaker, where you're like, I hope they don't die to this. And it's just and like. People in your people come in and they're like, just sleep on Renadem. Yeah, but that's not my role. You know, I'm playing tank. I have no control over it, right? I at least tanks can go something that has CC or shields, but imagine you're a DPS or support player, right? You're fucked like for 90% of your heroes, right? You just hope that you know something is done about the sniper or about this particular tank. And that's really unfun. That is not fun. You have no control. You're thrown into a game and you just you know, I hope my teammates pick the right heroes. If they don't, okay, I guess next game. Yeah, I think it's a good point. I think there should be abilities to deal with or some way for every role to deal with every other character, if that makes sense. Like every other role yeah. in a way. Although I guess uh, tank tank is one that causes a lot of ire. And I know Jay and other, other DPS are kind of might feel like tanks are just a bit too strong as well. Tanks are not even. I, I I like tanks being tanky, but not when they're like one shotting me as well, bro. Like Arissa, she's insane. Ramatra, when he gets his ult and it's overtime and you got to go to point, oh, you're yeah. dead. Uh, I don't know. I feel like tanks are just 800 DP, 800 HP DPS characters. Winston best tank. Like Winston's a good tank. I like Winston. Yeah, exactly. Winston's like, fun to play like, against. No yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Winston. it's it's fun to play against some tanks. And it always has been fun to play against. I feel like Reinhardt and Winston have never mm -hmm. felt like too insane unbalanced or anything. It's always been, oh, this is a fun match. Ryan v. Ryan, Winston v. Winston, Winston v. Ryan, right? It's like, okay, whatever. But then comes a long Roadhog and he just one-shots everyone. Just, just like, wow. You know, like, well, fuck this. I don't want to play the game anymore. And he's more survivable than those guys as well, ironically. Like, it, he survives yeah, exactly. easier than, than both those. And I, I guess, I, just a word on Ramatra, then I guess you guys, I, I feel like his, oh, the only real frustrating part about it is it is ultimate, which is like, it can last forever and it's kind of undodgeable. But you I guys think the any... range should be a lot smaller on his ult. It's yeah. just, I, I feel like if you're a support player, you're like a DPS player, you're fucked. Even as a tank, you're fucked. Because just by standing close by, his range, like his ult will keep on 
being infinite. It needs to be much smaller. Mm -hmm. I feel like, especially with the speed buff, you can't run away from it anymore. And like, even if you stun or sleep him, he's just like, oh, okay, I'm back. Suzut, let's go. Bum, bum, I feel bum. like they buff characters that don't need to be buffed. And you feel so? So you feel who? Who are you, who are you talking about? I feel like there's, yeah, like, I feel like the power creep's happening. I'm, I'm sounding like Samito. Like, I feel like characters are in a good spot, but then they buff the characters, and then you make them ridiculous, and then later on, you're just going to have to nerf it again. I don't know. Like, Ramatra, uh, Doomfist. Doomfist didn't need buffs. Like, good Doomfist players that knew yeah. how to play Doomfist, yeah. he was insane. And then now, like, Doomfist, they made Doomfist so easily before these recent nerfs, where if you just take your face, smack it on your keyboard, you got, like, a 3K. And then, like... And then they had to nerf him again. Like I, that's what I mean. Like now he's bad. Yeah, and then now he's all now he's, he's worse bad than and, he was before. Yeah, it's like they just keep the character. There's people who are good at that character. How it is, just like fix the others instead of I don't know. I think the Orisa buffs were super stupid. Like I, yeah, I like Orisa was they good. No she didn't need yeah, anything. She was pretty good. She was then, like especially in Roadhog meta, she was pretty okay. And then one of the fun things about her ultimate is you could block it with a the shield. They removed it. No counter play now. It's like what? Why? What's yeah. Well, one thing yeah. about Ramatra ult is I wish there was a, a visual effect that showed where it wasn't. Like, it doesn't go around walls, right? And it doesn't go through yeah. shields. If I could yeah. see where I could be safe from it, that would help a lot. Like, I have no idea. You just, it's guesswork, really. And then if you could see how long his ult had left, that would be cool, too. The, I would add counterplay. Right now, it's just like, holy fuck, he's ulting. Run for your life, lose the team fight. <laughs> I think I think I, I I actually disagree with Boger's rain session because someone obviously who's grinding a lot of Ramatra, I think it 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 just gets fucked very easily as well. The ult like it, you can also it's also one of those ults that is very quickly useless. I feel like the best thing to do is to put a, some sort of cap on the max timer because I think like it's okay to extend it a little bit, but if it go like even even I feel stupid when it's going for like thirty seconds. I'm like this is dumb now. Like yeah. this is this has gone beyond what it was supposed to do. And I think, or, I think that level of variance as well makes it hard to balance. Like, if there's an ult that could only last three seconds and people just run away and it's useless, versus in overtime when it's like, literally, you cannot beat me now. Like, you have to kill me and I'm just sitting here blocking and you can't, you, you know, you have to pump like 10,000 damages to kill me while I'm blocking or hope that like there's a CC coming or something. Like, the variance is too high, I feel. And it's nothing to do with even skill. Like, it's not like, well, if you're a Widowmaker and you're hitting shots, like, the variance is there. No, it's just like, the situation is creating the variance, right? So I feel like they should just put like a cap on like maybe max ten seconds or something that you 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 can you, then that way you know if we live ten seconds we can we can dodge it. There's like that there's that other option, but I feel like if you reduce the range, like I already there's so many situations where you pop it and like just you get slept for like one second and like when you by the time you get back up everyone's run out of range and like that's it you're also over. I feel like so you like, can just have a Lucio be with you though. I had can, I had some guy actually fucking ranked. I mean, it's, it's ranked. ranked. You should be able to come, come, like, come, like, uh, coordinate and be with each other. I, I had but some Ramatra today in overtime. Uh, I think it was overtime. He, or it was just in the middle of the game. He popped his ult, and I had just, I was trying to run away, and like, he was just always on my ass. He just, he didn't, he didn't punch me. He didn't try to kill me. He just followed me because the ult wasn't ending, and he just sucked the life out of me. He, and then he, based, and then he ran based. into the wall after he killed me, and then turned around slowly and just ran away. Oh. Based. It's funny. No, I mean, yeah, I I don't really think that it's like I don't think you should get in the territory of expecting a Lucio boost. I mean, obviously you can go to account for like what he might do when he's Lucio boosted, but like we know that's not gonna happen in rank. Like you you're not gonna be like, can you run Lucio for me? Otherwise, then we're back to the Reinhardt situation where it's like this tank is useless. 
when no one's running mm. Lucio for him, right? I think but... Ramatria in a few weeks when everyone learns how to play him or a month or whatever, because I think there's a lot of uh, things about Ramatria that make him really high skill ceiling. Uh, when people learn how to play him really well, I think everyone's going to complain about how broken he is. Right That's now, he doesn't feel broken, but the reason why people don't feel like he's broken is because people are just learning him. Like, you know, it's like, I don't feel like he's broken right now, but I, I fear that he's going to be really annoying in a month. But I think, I think I don't think that's the worst way to approach it either, though. Like, it's a new hero. No, no, it, I don't think it's the worst. They can nerf it in a month, right? Like, I think that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. I, just... It may be that people will feel... I, I think the speed buff was a dangerous buff to give him as someone who's like... I think I Because I, I played before the speed buff, and I was like, I think he does need help. But I, I never asked for speed buff, because I think that's like a dangerous thing to give a tank, is, is to, like, who's a close range, ostensibly. He's not really, but... Mm. Yeah, I think it's a dangerous thing. Any any other thoughts on Ramash? Just wanted to vibe on him because he is new. But any other thoughts uh, on that? No, but uh, I have to go here soon. That's yeah, yeah, I, I was wanna... gonna. I was just gonna head to the concluding thoughts. So on that no, note, on that note, uh, I always like to sign off on something relatively optimistic. So, okay, it is a coming to an end of a new year. Uh, it's Christmas and holiday season. So happy holidays to all of you listening. Happy holidays. Uh, yeah, Jay, what are you holidays. hoping for twenty twenty three? Or watch two, or let's say the first couple of months. What are you hoping for? What's Santa bring? Better matchmaking, better balance. That's, a, uh, that's on my wish list. Short and sweet. What is better balance in your mind? Uh, better balance. Uh, I would feel like more characters are viable right now. I feel like there's just it's still like you know a lot of people are just picking like three or four characters and that's pretty much like what it is like there's Widowmaker there's Junkrat I, Junkrat's fucking insane like literally annoying to play against uh it's Sojourn right um is actually a really good pick right now like I, I just want to see more characters be viable and uh you know not buffing characters that don't need buffs and whatnot and bring back and, to and my and bring back 2cp <laughs> down with map pools Okay. I don't like uh, map pools. I think map pools are horrible. Okay. SK, what, what would your be wish list? More titles. More incentives to play. Cool achievements to do. Uh, something other than just the endless ranked grind or being bored in quick player arcade. There's no reason to play those. Like, It's so boring. Unless yeah, we didn't elaborate ranked. on that too much. Actually, by the way, to clarify, the titles are available to free players. People chimed in in oh. chat to say they are. But you're right, it's something that a lot of players have felt, which is just like, yeah. I, I definitely think one thing to, to dwell on this is like, they should at least give you currency in the battle pass. I think it's whack that they yeah. don't. I the think titles, that's like a minimum. Cyber Demon isn't even cool. Everyone has Cyber Demon. Top 500 Challenger isn't even cool. There's Silvers with that title. Why, why is OpenQ Top 500? I was like... And I had the title Assassin, I felt cool. It was like 250 win games cool. as DPS. I was like, holy but shit, I played a lot. time, it's like yeah. everyone has it and it's not cool anymore. We just, we just need more. Give us more. Something prestigious that we can equip. I'm going for 500 Mystery Heroes wins because no one's going to have that. Oh uh, yeah, I heard a lot of people are going for that. I heard a lot I of people are. There you go, already ruined, already ruined for SK. And I'll go for deathmatch instead. <laughs> yeah, so so more more reasons to grind the game. I like it. Mm -hmm. uh, Boger, what's your wish list? Both, uh, what Jfree and SK said for sure. I want more tournaments. 
like the streamer one that was fun uh but i don't want it to like we had these tournaments in overwatch one uh that they were making because there was no content i want them back right um i don't know how they were called but they were cool i don't want the tournaments to be locked behind streamers that there's a lot of players that need the money yeah. and there's a lot of uh tier two players that really need the money and that would be good and it would make it more competitive and more fun so tournaments for sure fix competitive for sure it's really boring like just remove the system. I don't like the 720 system. It's horrible. I don't know. I, I whatever. I don't like that system. Uh, and uh, yeah, balance, balance. I want for the next season of Overwatch or mid-season patch. I want them to go really whack with the balance and just make a bunch of changes. Or like not maybe not the mid-season, but at least season three, right? I want a lot of changes because this season two patch was really boring. It was like uh, you get a change and you get a small change. Uh, buff Mercy's pistol. It's like what? Um, that was boring. I want every season to be really, you know, different and feel different. Like, uh, other games do it. We can do it as well. Be risky with it. And if you fix your hot fixing thing, just be risky with it. Make something fun. Make, uh, I don't fucking know. Make some, make more of flying. I don't care. I don't care. Like, the game is already <laughs> casual as fuck. Oh, you don't need anything for more. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but what I'm trying to say is just make something funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, bring back Lucio killing with B. That would be funny. That was oh. cool. That would yeah. be funny. I like the I, I, like the got one. I want changes like that. Never? That's funny as fuck. It's really funny feel, to watch as well. I feel like, uh, I missed J3. I still remember. Leijong Tower Night Market. I tried to beat your head and you dodged it and then I cried. I feel like they should do more tournaments like that with the the content creators and then if they are some good ideas, hey, take them and put them in the game. That was a really good idea. Yeah, I I love that. I won those tournaments again. Those were really fun. Yeah, I think in-game tournaments, experimental patch is what you guys are kind of alluding to, right? Like bring back an experimental patch, potentially with creators. Obviously, we're biased. Better matchmaking would be nice. And from my wish list, uh, I would like them to look at the format of the game. I would like them to start talking about bands. Please, please bands. start talking about hero bands. bands. Hero bands. Please let us decide. Cool. Let us decide. Let, let us, us decide. decide. If they, if they, I swear it. to God, I, I'm putting it right now. If they ever put in hero pools again instead of hero band or some whack dumb system, I will quit the game that day. I will just straight up <laughs> go straight to the battle.net launcher uninstalled. <laughs> I'm like I am not having that again. That that is please. But let us decide exactly. Let us decide, please. Let the players decide, which I think is a good sentiment in general. Let the players decide their own game. Um, okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for your time. I have loved talking to you, and I really appreciate you coming down to talk to me. So, please show these that guys was some fun. love. Thank you. That was thank fun. you. Glad you had a good time, and have a good. Uh, it looks like you're about to run out, Jay. So literally, have a good run. Uh, yeah. Um, oh no, no, no! Going to the gym, man. Today's deadlift oh, day. Yeah. Let's go. Okay, well, enjoy your gym session. Thank you, SK and Bogus, for participating. Thank and you. have a great rest of your day, fine. guys. Thank Appreciate you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.